0: Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. Glad to have you with me. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. I want to begin without, there, there aren't a ton of like breaking news headlines right now other than the WNBA player in Russia has been sentenced to nine years in prison in Russia. You know, um, I, I I can't really recommend it just given the language, but I found it deeply funny. The Bill Burr special on Netflix, he has an entire thing about the WNBA that, that uh, these these women, they think they're playing basketball and and other women demand that we all watch them and the wokes demand that we watch them. I mean, my gosh, ESPN is positively trying to force it down our throats and nobody is watching. Nobody is going to the games. So Burr's point is that uh, if all of these people are so vocally demanding, we watch the WNBA and the ratings are as bad as they are. Uh, maybe the loud voices are actually the minority, and we don't need to keep listening to them on stuff. It's a fair point. I forget. I I, I Atlanta does have a team. Uh, I I don't know the name of a team. That's I just but. I mean, I feel bad for this lady in Russia, but, you know, I got to just say something. I realize that this will get you hate mail from the left, but I think this needs to be said. I feel terrible for this woman, uh, the WNBA star, Brittany, what's her name, uh, in Russia. Uh, Don't take drugs to Russia. I just have this sneaking suspicion that there was this view of celebrity, uh, the don't you know who I am. Nobody cares about the WNBA in this country. If that's the case, Uh, why would they in Russia? Uh, But I mean, the other thing is, so I grew up abroad. I realize I have a little bit of a different upbringing. But now I live in the United States and have since 1990 lived in the United States. You don't carry drugs abroad, people. Just because you can buy them in this country doesn't mean you should take them to another country. Uh, there's no difference between this and the Europeans who get thrown in prison in, in Saudi Arabia for having sex on the beach. You just don't do it in an Islamic country. You don't take drugs to Russia. The it, it, There's a side thing here of the level of arrogance... In the West, and particularly in the United States on the left, that uh, this woman could go to Russia, take drugs, marijuana, yes, very common in this country, not in Russia, go to Russia, and when she's caught, get away with it? I feel terrible for her, and nine years is excessive, and clearly she's being used as a political pawn and a political prisoner to a degree, but she broke the law in Russia. Do you know what happens if you go to Singapore and carry drugs? Do you have any idea what would have happened to her had she gone to Singapore and taken drugs? Far worse than what's happening in Russia or to Saudi Arabia, even Dubai, liberal Dubai. Yes, I fully concede that there is there is a, um, a diplomatic struggle in politics going on here as well. But also, she broke the law in Russia. Of course, she's going to be punished. It was dumb, and there is an aspect of that that isn't getting talked about in the media because they want her to be a sympathetic figure, and it actually, I suspect, has way more to do with promoting the WNBA incessantly across news media networks, a a sport that does not matter to anyone, than this individual. There are plenty of other Americans in jail in Russia. There are priests and pastors who get arrested in Russia and the media ignores them. Uh, She's using some level of celebrity in order to get media exposure that someone else who is not in her level of celebrity could not get. And it's probably her level of celebrity that led her to think she could get away with it in the first place. I know you're not supposed to say these things. That's just being mean. It's also being truthful i that that's that's the breaking news of the day um i i wanna i wanna um talk about something else though because you know I've we all know it if you're a partisan on the left you may not be willing to say it publicly about the biden administration in the way you were willing to say it about the trump administration but can we just acknowledge? We have reached the point in our daily lives and in our public policy arena where we are being led by the people who have suffered from the collapse of education in America. These are not the brightest people. Our White House press secretary, and she is our White House press secretary, she may work for President Biden, but she's a public servant. She gets paid by the American taxpayer. She is our White House press secretary is a blithering idiot. This woman is a hardcore progressive activist who got this job because they needed to say, first... Black lesbian White House press secretary, Biden wanted to check all of the boxes to make sure he got the intersectional categories appropriate for the critical theorists of America and the intersectionalists on the left. And she is a blithering idiot, another example of why you shouldn't do that sort of stuff. I mean, listen to this answer she gave about the United States Supreme Court.
1: From day one, when, uh, when the Supreme Court made this extreme decision uh, to take away a, a constitutional right, uh, it was an unconstitutional, unconstitutional action by them, a right that was around for almost 50 years, a right that women had to make a decision on their bodies and how they want to start their families.
0: Um, it was unconstitutional? Okay. There was this case... where the Supreme Court decided that it got to decide what was constitutional or not. Now, she may not be up on uh, her judicial cases. She may not be up on recent judicial cases. But this case was decided in 1803. 1803. Within 20 years... Of the Constitution. This case was decided. It was called Marbury versus Madison. It established the principle of judicial review. It was a grab by the Supreme Court that we have lived with ever since that the American courts have the power to strike down laws and statutes that they say violate the Constitution of the United States. And uh, consequently, they can also reverse Supreme Court decisions where they think prior Supreme Courts got it wrong because the Supreme Court is not infallible. They're only infallible because they're final. If Corrine uh, Jean Pierre, who is black, believes that it was unconstitutional of the Supreme Court to reverse a prior Supreme Court decision, then she's an advocate of separate but equal. She's an advocate of Plessy versus Ferguson. She's an advocate of discrimination in the United States of America, and she doesn't believe those things. What she believes is in an abortion right, and she's declared the Supreme Court unconstitutional their actions unconstitutional. this woman is a blithering idiot she's either that or the second coming of john c calhoun and she's not that so she's got to be an idiot she's an idiot we are run by idiots pete Buttigieg is on television now telling everybody well he's back to you need an electric car we're going to make it easier for people to get electric cars that's this genius's solution to high gas prices uh, this this is another. It's it's another bizarre moment from the. People who run the Biden White House. Bottom line, uh, we need to continue pursuing the the measures that are under the control of policymakers, but also recognize that the best thing we can do for the medium and long term is make sure Americans have more options uh, through greater fuel efficiency and greater access to uh, vehicles that don't require gasoline at all, so that Americans don't have to worry about what's happening in some Middle Eastern capital or foreign war zone. You know, we didn't have to worry what was happening in Middle Eastern capitals when Donald Trump was president because Donald Trump made Texas the world's fourth largest energy exporter. Texas alone, this doesn't include North Dakota and South Dakota and the like, Texas alone produced in 2019 more oil than every country on the planet except Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Iraq. You add in North Dakota, South Dakota, and uh, U.S. production in the Gulf of Mexico, and the United States was the world's largest producer of oil when Donald Trump was president, so we did not have to worry about what was going on in some Middle Eastern country. And now he's like, "Wow, well, we got to put people in battery-powered cars." You know, uh, China controls the lithium. China controls the rare earth minerals. They essentially want us to stop worrying about Middle Eastern countries and start kowtowing to China. These people are not bright. They're they're eh, dogmatics. They are zealots for a cause. And their causes went out of line with the American people, and these are the people governing us right now. Is it any wonder our economy is wrecked? You have the White House press secretary, genius that she is, declare a Supreme Court action unconstitutional. Seriously, that's what she did. She said the Supreme Court's constitutional decision to reverse itself was itself unconstitutional. Dred Scott would like a word. Good Lord, these people, and they're the ones setting public policy. The White House has trotted out a whole bunch of economists to tell us that their inflation reduction bill will reduce inflation. Many of the economists on the list are the same ones who told us that the Biden COVID plan that caused inflation wouldn't cause inflation. How can we believe them now? I wonder if they will get the national security experts who said the Hunter Biden stuff wasn't real, but Russian disinformation will come out and tell us how we are crushing China. What they're doing is playing word games. Word games. They think if they can control the language, they can control the situation, and they can control reality. It's part of critical theory. You have to understand to understand what's going on in Washington right now with the left. The left believes there's no such thing as reality. This is a key part of postmodernism, that there is no such thing as an objective reality. There are words, and your words make reality. So instead of sex reassignment, it's gender affirming. Instead of recession, it's transition. Instead of monkeypox, we're going to call it something else that's less stigmatizing. It's all about shaping reality with their words. If they call the Supreme Court decision unconstitutional, well, she's probably just an idiot, doesn't know any better, but if they keep it up, it's a sign. They really think they can try to shape reality to make you believe that they have the power to declare a Supreme Court Act unconstitutional, which became settled law in 1803, that you can't do that. It's all part of postmodernism. Objectivity does not exist in postmodernism and they can say such things as we're transitioning to a clean future and have you really believe it when there's no possible way we can in Texas to have another heat wave and they're warning people they may turn off remotely or raise their uh, temperature on their thermostats, turn off their air conditioners and also don't plug in your battery powered cars because you'll wipe out the power grid. But hey, Pete Buttigieg wants us all in electric powered vehicles. These people are not bright. They are what you get when, as a society, we fail to educate the future and focus instead on indoctrinating them. We have indoctrinated a bunch of people into nonsense, and now they're in charge. It's our prior generation's fault. Blame the baby boomers. Everybody asked me about bowl and branch sheets. I actually put up a picture the other day. We got some in our house because we order from them. We actually are customers. They're like, oh my gosh, are they really that good? Yes, they get softer every single time you wash them. I mean, they use 100% organic cotton threads. They're super soft. You get such a good sleep. They have just the great weight to them. Like, I had a pair of sheets we actually threw away when we replaced it with bowl and branch, where is they were just like too light and also not very soft. The bowl and branch, they're perfect. The drape across your body when you sleep, absolutely perfect. Bolin Branch uses the highest quality threads on Earth for superior softness, for a better night's sleep. They've got over 10,000 stellar reviews. Their signature sheets come in nine neutral colors in all sizes from twin to California King. You will feel the difference. And they're 100% free from toxins. No pesticides, no formaldehyde, no harsh chemicals. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code ERIC. YARA E-R-I-C-K at bolenbranch.com That's BolandBranch B-O-L-L-A-N-D Branch.com. The promo code is Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. If you want to be on the daily email, text the word show to 33777, please. You will get the uh, live stream of the show. You'll get the podcast of the show. And at the very bottom, you'll get the link to the daily email. With the daily email, if you sign up as a paid subscriber, you get the show notes. So right as the show starts, you get an email and you get all of the information uh, that I talk about on the show. I mean, the very first thing, you're getting the Brittany Griner story at the very beginning, uh, all the Ron DeSantis stuff that we'll be talking about later, the economic news and the like. It's all in the daily show notes that come out right as the show starts. But you got to be a subscriber to get it. Tech show to 33777. I'm going to go to the phones here. You can be a part of the program, Eight seven seven nine seven three seven four two five. Lee, you're going to be up next. Welcome.
1: Hey, this is Leah. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I just wanted to let you know that I'm 47. I've always had cable, but recently this year I've cut the cord. I haven't been wanting to pay all the fees, so I've started watching a lot of the free services that you can get, say, on the Roku TV. And I've just noticed that the advertising is nothing but Democrats, you know, almost every commercial break. And I have Uh yet to see one Republican commercial, um, you know, for the state of Georgia. It just seems like the Republican Party is really behind on their advertising.
0: They are, Lee. Uh, You know, here's a stat for you that may blow your mind. Uh, You know how much a week Raphael Warnock is spending on streaming ads?
1: There's no telling. $700,000.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, well, I see them. I see them almost every commercial now, break um, here's
0: the interesting thing lee if if you go down where where are you where you live right now
1: i'm in cowita sonoya
0: okay you're in Coweta, sonoya if you drive if you were to take your streaming service and go into midtown atlanta his ads change they're completely different there uh if you then take yeah. your your streaming service down to far south georgia the ads change again Uh, He's targeting highly specific uh, advertising based on where you live. So if you're a white and lean Republican, you may hear him talking about lowering insulin costs and uh, fighting for social security recipients. Yep.
1: uh, seems demographic as well. So these are a lot of the free services, you know, so it's not um, people that can pay for cable. You know, these are free streaming services. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That leads me to wonder, you know, maybe I need to go work for the Republican Party or what if somebody wanted to work for the Republican Party, say, an administrative role? How do you get into that? Well, uh, listen. uh,
0: frankly, you want to avoid the Georgia Republican Party like the plague right now because they're they're just so um, incompetent right now. But go you want to go work for a politician in the Republican Party, uh, show up at the campaign. Honestly, this is what I did. This is how I got into politics, showed up at a campaign and volunteered. Uh, and at first it was licking envelopes. It was doing absolutely nothing glamorous at all. but I kept coming back right. and because I kept coming back, they kept working me through the rule and, and working me up. By the time I was done, completely volunteered, never got paid. I was I was the candidate's driver, drove him everywhere, helped him get ready for events, um, got involved in politics and and that's what you do. Everybody wants to start at the top. Nope, go go show up, be a volunteer, get involved, and you too can make a, an impact. And again, uh, at least concern here, is accurate. The Republicans uh, are not down on the digital game the way the Democrats are. They just flat out are not. Uh, Raphael Warnock, I am told, has over 70 iterations of his advertising, or he did in the runoff. I should say, uh, against Kelly Leffler he had over 70 iterations of his ad. They rotated him out. They would bring things back. He cut a lot of ads. They're doing the exact same strategy this time in Georgia. And a lot of Democrats around the country are doing this. There are not a lot of Republicans doing the same. In fact, Republicans are slower to get on the air right now. Part of this is defensive uh, Warnock believes, uh, that he is, um, the, the, the winds are against him and he's right. So he has been very, very, um, uh, aggressive, getting up early, running very positive ads about himself before he pivots to begin the nasty attacks on Herschel Walker that he's about to start doing. Uh, but you see them everywhere and on streaming, they're very customized based on where you live and who you are. Hi there, it is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be a part of the program? Uh, happy to have you. I I, I want to shift it. And again, uh, there there isn't a mass pile of immediately urgent news that we need to get to. And I want to cover a couple of different stories for you and weave them all together. I am a professional. If you'd like to be on the program, I'm happy to have you. 877 973 7425. But just, a, I just, I need to get this off my chest, if nothing else. Put it to you that way. I've been mulling this over for a while, and it needs to be said. There are a couple of op eds that have uh, hit the New York Times, and the Washington Post. Let me read a couple of them for you. Here's just the headline from Charles Blow, the progressive at the New York Times The Republican Party is the anti democracy party. The word democracy never appears in the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. However, democracy is central to the modern concept of America. The founders seemed to prefer calling the burgeoning country a republic rather than a democracy. Many were opposed to direct democracy and the possibility that demagogues could corrupt it or mob rule could overtake it. They instead designed a representative government in which the people would elect representatives, who would make the laws and conduct the governance. The problem, of course, was what their definition of the people was largely limited to wealthy white men and slavers among us, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It seems to me we have to take a step back and realize the current Republican Party has abandoned the idea of a full democracy. They want to revert the country to the way the founders conceived of it when white men had outsized influence, when patriarchy prevailed, when white supremacy masqueraded as conventional wisdom. Oh, good Lord. Goes downhill from there. Then, of course, there's Dana Milbank, the left-wing columnist at the Washington Post. The GOP is sick. It didn't start with Trump. It won't end with him. It began where it ended on the West front of the United States Capitol. On January 6, 2021, an armed mob invited and incited by President Trump's smashed barriers overpowered police and stormed the Capitol. On September 27, 1994, more than 300 Republican members of Congress and congressional candidates gathered where the insurrectionists would one day mount the scaffolding. On that sunny morning, they assembled for a nonviolent transfer of power. Bob Michael, the unfailingly genial leader of the House Republican minority, for the previous 14 years had ushered Ronald Reagan's agenda through the House. But he was forced into retirement by a rising bomb thrower who threatened to oust Michael as GOP leader if he didn't quit. My friends, a wistful Michael told the gathering. I'll not be able to be with you when you enter that promised land of having that long-sought-after majority. Newt Gingrich had almost nothing in common with the man he shoved aside. Michael was a portrait of civility and decency, a World War II combat veteran who knew his political opponents were not his enemies and that politics was the art of compromise. Gingrich, by contrast, rose to prominence by forcing the resignation of a Democratic Speaker of the House on what began as mostly false allegations by smearing another Democratic Speaker with personal innuendo and routinely thwarting Michael's attempts to negotiate with Democrats. These two pieces take two different angles of a common theme. The Democrats have never come to terms with the national shift away from them. They've never come to terms with it. It's not like the Democrats have been some serene, peaceful people. I mean, for God's sakes, leftist Molotov cocktail the Texas governor's mansion and burned it to the ground uh, when Bush was president. Didn't get noticed, but it happened. It was left-wing protesters in Texas. You had the rioters, the George Floyd rioters who the media gave a pass to that would storm the streets of America, firebombing small businesses, burning them to the ground, but they were mostly peaceful. Uh, It's striking to me that so much of the media is so far to the left. I mean, Milbank is a perfect example here. He goes all the way back to Newt Gingrich and tries to claim that the rise of Gingrich and the Republicans winning in 1994, that was the beginning of the end. The end of democracy. The Republicans, they are sick. They've always been sick. Newt Gingrich getting elected was proof. Really? No, what happened is you got your butt kicked and you never recovered from it. For about 50 years, the Democrats controlled the United States Congress. The United States Senate in 1980, for six years, went to the GOP because uh, the economic news under Jimmy Carter was so bad, so vile, so awful that uh, Americans elected six accidental senators. That's what they were called accidental senators. Included in Georgia and Florida and other states at the time always voted Democrat. In fact, six years later, they would throw these states, would throw these Republicans out and put Democrats right back in. But the American public in the South and elsewhere needed to signal to the Democrats, things suck. So they voted GOP, but then they went right back to the norm. And the Democrats held on until 1994. And since then, what's happened? The country has shifted. In 1990, the Democrats still largely controlled redistricting. And in 2000, it began to slip. Georgia was one of the last states in the South to go fully GOP, and the Democrats did what they could to hold on there by drawing districts that were some of the most bizarre gerrymandered districts the nation has seen. And until Illinois this year did its sort of redistricting, you didn't see stuff like that except down in Georgia. It was very, very bizarre. Courts throughout those districts. Republicans took over. And Republicans started doing to Democrats exactly what Democrats had done to them, gerrymandering them to keep them from power. And all of a sudden, coincidentally, all of a sudden, then at that moment, gerrymandering became a problem. Gerrymandering became a problem only when the Democrats didn't get to do it anymore. Now, fast forward. The Democrats are going around the country pouring money into the races of Republicans who claim the 2020 election was stolen. The Democrats say these people must be kept from power. At all costs, they must be stopped. So they're giving them a bunch of money. In Michigan 3, Peter Meyer lost his nomination. He is the incumbent one-term congressman. He lost to John Gibbs. John Gibbs is an election denier. He believes the election was stolen in 2020. Donald Trump endorsed him because Meyer uh, voted against. Donald Trump voted for impeachment. John Gibbs won. The media was angry, rageful at the Democrats for pouring money into John Gibbs' race. The Democrats spent more money to get John Gibbs the Republican nomination than John Gibbs spent to get John Gibbs the Republican nomination. And in a very close election, it probably mattered because he won in a very close election. But then Peter Meyer, at a unity event, speaking on stage, shook John Gibbs' hand and patted him on the shoulder and acknowledged his defeat. How dare he? I mean, you got the Democrats out there savaging Peter Meyer for shaking the man's hand. The Democrats funded the man's campaign, and now Meyer's the bad guy because he acknowledged he got beat. Remember when the Democrats used to say, I can't believe those Republicans, they won't call and concede defeat. Meyer did it, and now they want to burn him to the ground. And then look at Kansas on Tuesday. The pro-life measure to the Kansas Constitution, it failed. You had men on television, anchors, male anchors on television, in orgasmic rapture with thigh sweats, as if they were girls seeing their 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 Hollywood celebrity. I mean, you, you had this total like beta male. Uh, I, I, I I can't even describe it. It is too pornographic to describe the reaction of some of these people and the women were even worse that, oh my gosh, those Kansans, those hicks and rubes who vote Republican, they supported abortion rights, democracy. It's fine. It's fine in Kansas. Democracy works because they won there. That's the problem, isn't it? That, uh, Democrats think democracy is broken if they lose. It is de facto proof that democracy is broken when Democrats don't win. And I guess, I you know, we live in a day and age where people are stupid. I mean, you got this idiot White House press secretary who said the Supreme Court's decision was unconstitutional. Maybe they really do think that democracy means Democratic Party. So when something goes against the Democratic Party, it is anti-democracy. That must be it. What's going on here is they haven't come to terms yet with the nation's turn against them. You know, the Senate was all well and good when Republicans were winning, but the Senate was Democrat. My gosh, that was just proof the system worked. Now the Republicans are winning the Senate. They have an Electoral College advantage. Well, the Electoral College and the Senate, we need to throw them out. It's not about the system. Everything they do is to come up with excuses for the system. This nation elected the first black man as president of the United States, and not one word was uttered by the left about systemic racism until Donald Trump came to power and said, ah, proof, the nation's systemically racist. Don't pay attention to the last eight years. Don't look, don't look, don't look. It's systematically racist now. And then black voters led Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to the presidency. And everything was fine until it looked like in the polling the Republicans could come back to power in 2022. Systemic racism added again. And the media buys into it because the media is of the left. The media is with the left on these things they are the propaganda arm of the democratic party you've got the editorialists, you've got the opinion writers, you've got the reporters themselves buying into the notions that republicans the republican party and donald trump are threats to democracy by which they actually mean they're threats to the democratic party's maintenance of power is it any wonder People are starting to tune this stuff out. If you look at Kansas on Tuesday night, a Republican state, but they have a Democratic governor. They have a moderate strain. They voted to keep abortion rights in the Constitution, and the media says, well, democracy clearly works. Well, it works so well that Democrats were perfectly fine funding candidates who believe the election was stolen and getting them Republican nominations because the Democrats think that they can beat them in November. That's why these people need to win. It's why John Gibbs in Michigan actually needs to win now. It's why Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania, the Republican candidate there, who's also an election dire, he needs to win now. These Republican candidates need to win to teach the Democrats a lesson. You dabble, you get burned. Maybe our democracy really isn't as threatened as all these progressives think maybe our democracy is as bad it's like with global warming you know how in global warming the left says these the global warming it's awful we got to do something and it's always the millionaires and billionaires on their private jets telling you and me we got to cut back we got to make changes not them there really isn't a lot of difference between the climate change alarmists who fly their private jets and lecture us, and the Democrats who fund election denying Republicans and Republican primaries. Those democracies are under assault. We got one more election before our democracy comes crashing down. It's no different between we got ten more years before we all die from global warming. It's not about the climate. It's not about global warming. It's not about democracy. It's about their acquisition and maintenance of power. If they convince us all the climate is really going to change, they get to enact their sweeping socialist agenda to upend free market capitalism. That's what they want to do. It's what they've always wanted to do. It's why when, global, uh, when, when climate change was about global cooling instead of global warming, the solutions were still the same damn thing. When the solutions don't change but the problem does, you know it's not really about the problem. It's about the things they've always wanted to do, which is up in free market capitalism. The same with this. They're funding candidates in Republican primaries who deny elections to get them nominations. The very people they say should never come close to even holding power. I'm sorry if you're the Republican nominee in November on a ballot. You're coming close to getting power whether you win or not. You're coming closer than the Democrats say you should be allowed except it's the Democrats who funded you, which means the threat to democracy really isn't the issue. What's the issue? Them losing power, what it's always been about. It's why you should go do business with Patriot Mobile folks because they are fighting to keep the left from power and getting them out of power. They take a portion of their profits and they fund the conservative movement. The pro-life side, the Second Amendment side, that's what they do. If you go to PatriotMobile.com slash Eric, PatriotMobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K, you get free activation with my name. You can port your existing phone number over. That means you can take your existing phone number that you have on your cell phone right now and Patriot Mobile can put it on your new Patriot Mobile phone so you don't actually have to change numbers and give all your friends a new number. Or if you want a new number because you don't want your friends to have your new number, you can do that too. Or you can just call Patriot Mobile at 972-PATRIOT. Tell them Eric sent you. You get free activation. You get great discounts too. If you're a teacher or first responder, if you're a veteran, if you've got a large household and need multiple lines for your kids, Patriot Mobile can take care of you. And they have guaranteed service. They use the same cell towers all the big companies use. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric or 972-PATRIOT. Welcome back. It's Eric Erickson here. The Jaguars. Philip. the Raiders are playing tonight. We decided we were going to adopt the Raiders as our preferred football team only because it would give us a legitimate excuse to go to Las Vegas. Not that either of us really care about the Raiders. But nonetheless, they're playing tonight. Football is slowly coming back. I'm ready for college football to begin. So random, this is not an endorsement. This is, I'm, they're not, I'm not being paid. Just going to tell you, because I know some of you got a lot of listeners in the deep south. You know, so you can buy those fans that spray cool mist to cool you down when it's hot. The problem is when you're in the deep south and it's 90% humidity, you just get water everywhere because it doesn't evaporate. Uh, So there's this company uh, called Cajun Cooling. Cajun is spelled with a C, cooling is spelled with a K. And they make evaporative coolers. So they have these sponges on the side of the fan. And you pour water in the bottom. You can put ice in to really cool the water down. And then it it soaks up the sides in these sponges. They have a pump uh, that, that kind of drips it from the top, so it goes down. And then as the fan blows through, you're not getting mist, but you're getting cooler air because as the air goes through, it causes the water to evaporate. As the water evaporates, it causes a cooling effect. So you cool things down by about 20 degrees. I've been sitting on the front porch with this thing. And it really works. They're less than $1,000, this thing. Uh, You can get some that are even more expensive. They're like giant tower fans that cool massive amounts of square feet. But this little one, cools 600 square feet, can drop it by about 20 degrees. Literally, it's got a bucket in the bottom. You use your hose, fill it up with water, you throw ice in there, and it really cools the thing down. I was thoroughly impressed with it. And I got to give a shout out to a company real quick. And again, not an endorsement. Um, My friends at Rectech, I have a Rectech pellet grill. You can buy a pellet grill at any big box store. You can only buy a Rectech from Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q. I have a 20-pound brisket to smoke this weekend from Snake River Farms. It's a Wagyu brisket. And my pellet grill broke. You know, I've got a big green egg, but this brisket won't fit on the big green egg but it'll fit on the Rectech along with the Boston butt. And the pellet grill broke. Uh, It had a jam in the auger, and it caused the motor pin to snap. And I called Rectech this morning. Uh, They asked me, can you send us a picture of what went wrong? I did. They have overnighted me apart. They have saved my weekend. They are wonderful people with the best customer service. Uh, You can't get that from those grills you buy at the big box store made in China, but you can from Rectech. I'm telling you, I love my grill. I wish they were an advertiser. They're not. I wish they were. But get a Rectech if you want a pellet grill.